We are now welcoming live into the studio with us today the lovely Miss Alexa Wilson. Yay, welcome Alexa to B-Side Stories on Access Radio. Thank you. Yay. Good to be here. Yeah, nice to meet you actually. <laughs> um, Alexa, now just I'm just going to give you a little bit of a run-up, but um, I've been really noticing those awesome posters around town for the dance piece or for the dance show, The Status of Being, which is about to be performed at the Hannah Playhouse house next week yes and so today we have Berlin-based Kiwi with us, our Berlin-based Kiwi with us, who has been described as one of the country's great contemporary dance choreographers. Yay, Alexis. Wow. Yeah, I know. Who said that? That's what I thought. You've got, you've got to own that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that was on your little press release, but I thought oh, that's pretty exciting. That's nice. Yeah, very good. <laughs> so, Alexa, where have you been today? I have been at the Footnote Dance Studios. Yeah, the iconic home yep. of the the one that keeps Cuba Cuba Mall real. <laughs> And thumping. Yeah. Yay. Yeah, and no, I've been there working with the dancers, revising the work, which we open in Auckland on Thursday. Wow. Okay, so you've got this whole troupe going through New Zealand. That's right. <laughs> yep. Wow. So what has been, I mean, I guess because Footnote is, is part or, or a part of the fabric of Wellington that we're so proud of, but what has been important in your life or your career um, with footnote dance, what connection have you had with them in the past? Um, I haven't had a lot of connection with footnote in the past, but one thing that I do have a connection with is their ethos. Ah, and like, I think that what they're doing is an amazing thing. They've they've built Deirdre Tarrant has built up yes. from community, and she continues to be very community whilst also reaching you know, right out into the world, touring New Zealand works worldwide and also um, commissioning new choreographers all the time, which is really amazing. It's really progressive to do that combination of things and that that appeals to me on a personal level because that's actually what I'd like to and I attempt to achieve as well, Mm. that combination. Wow. Like, not a big company, obviously, but like being community and also being rooted in New Zealand as well as kind of reaching out into the world. Yes, and which you are. So, I mean, one of the things that has fascinated me about uh, your store, although you've got a lot lot of things to to talk about, but the fact that you're living in Berlin, what is it about Berlin that attracts so many especially creatively amazing Kiwis and keeps them there? Um, I think, I mean, there's so much amazing creativity in New Zealand. Yeah. um, And... Because of the population size, I think people and the and the isolation of New Zealand, um, New, Z- New Zealand creatives, you know, try to broaden their horizons by going overseas. And Berlin is drawing them at the moment because it's sort of one of the most uh, fertile and thriving art cities in the northern hemisphere at the moment. It's shifted away from like New York and mm. and London, into being um, Berlin. And so, and it's really cheap to live there, but. There's just in terms of all the the ephemeral arts, you know, performance, music, theatre, um, performance art. There's a lot of. It's just it's absolutely thriving. 
And so, you know, you, you basically have a lot of inspiration, you have a lot of influence, you, you create communities which are like-minded and, mm. you know, from all over the globe. I mean, of course, the, the downside of that is it's a bit oversaturated <laughs> and you go, well, why don't we spread the love a little bit more than all like hiding out together? But, of course, you know, everyone does go back to where they come from or they, you know, spread off to other places. But it's just such a nice melting pot at the mm. moment to be there. Mm. Do you feel fortunate in your life that you've, you've, you're having this experience? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I set off to Berlin. I, I was like, had this fascination with it in the early 2000s and I didn't really know why. And... I was told by my um, meditation teacher in Berlin that Berlin does that to people. (laughs) Like it kind of like, I don't know, just seduces them from afar or something. But um, only the special creators. (laughs) I don't know. It's a weird thing. It's a weird type anyway. But yeah, um, and I I just set off uh, in 2009 and had no idea what I was in for and and you know it's been it's been this incredible journey of growth and yep. you know within myself and then creatively and um but it's not without its challenges I'm which sure. of course does help you grow yeah um and yeah, I've forgotten what the question was. The That's right. Oh, we were just having a rave about <laughs> Berlin, and I guess it is yeah. interesting from a Kiwi perspective. You know, what what is life like there? So, mm. are you connected to other 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 Kiwis as well? Yeah, I am. I I have a group of sort of friends from fine arts in New Zealand. Right. There's a lot of them over there, and. And also a couple of like I went over when I went over there was a couple of dancers that were there and can you and, name any that um, we might know uh, a few here the uh, two two dancers Tallulah and Solomon Holly Massey they right. happen to be brother and sister but okay. they moved there and they're, they're really close friends of mine and they moved there and and danced for people over there and and then more recently Oliver Conyu who's Wellington based right he also is there now and. Um, Lucy, who used to be in Footnote, is also she's kind of passed through there, and there's a few other artists. Lucy Mar- Maring, yeah, 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 that's oh, her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's back here now, but yeah, yeah, she did a stint there, and um, yeah, I can't really think of other dancers, but a lot of fine artists, right, and musicians well. pass yeah. through there too. So, is it prosperous? Is it is it kind of is there is there does it make good economic sense for people to be there as well? I'd say that's probably one of the least uh, um, things about Berlin that's attractive. Um, economics Damn. in Berlin, I probably wouldn't put in the same sentence. But right. the, the mayor himself said in German, um, Berlin is poor but sexy. So sounds like Cuba, <laughs> sounds like Cuba Street, really, doesn't it? Yeah, I think it kind of says it all. But yeah, it, it still goes hand in hand yeah. with that com- life commitment. Yeah, it's um, it's. It's a tough city, you know, in mm. terms of finance. So, but creatively stimulating, yeah, because right. because everything's so cheap. It's like if you if you have the motivation, you have to be motivated yep. if you want to make art because it's too easy to sit around and drink beer and go to every other like <laughs> gig and an event that's there, which happens to a lot of people. Right. Like I hear a lot of stories, I've read a lot of stories about that kind of thing. It's swallowing people in terms right. of their creativity drying up because they just get so over, you know, overstimulated by everyone else's. Mm, I can, right. And then they just kind of slip into the hedonism but if you have to be quite hardworking if you want to make it happen in Berlin and then you have to also be okay with doing jobs that maybe you think are beneath you in New Zealand 
um, you know, because you're an outsider and you don't speak per- perfect German and so on, and there's high unemployment there. So, right. you know, it's not all rosy, but... I don't know. I mean, we all have such amazing stories as a result of having to sort of go outside the boxes a lot. Having that experience. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I don't know if Alexa's kind of, you know, made everyone start packing their suitcases <laughs> today, but, but certainly it sounds even, even to travel actually must be amazing. Yeah, it's, it's so fertile. I mean, you have so many different experiences and you meet so many amazing different people from everywhere that all have kind of, this, I don't know, they're just like-minded there and they're quite open, open-minded. open I love that word, fertile. That's great. Yep. So talking about fertile, your dance career has been very fertile. Yes. What, um, how have you come to have this partnership with Footnote and come back to New Zealand for this, for your piece, The Status of Being? Um, I just, put, Footnote put out, that because they're sort of re- they're, they're reshaping the company and yes. creating new infrastructures as the directors change over and they you know expand their vision and they have incorporated a new vision which is to bring choreographers from the of New Zealanders back from overseas it which sounds is good to us which is an amazing <laughs> yeah. you know, thing to do and and support them to come back and bring the knowledge and the experience that they've had back mm. and then also potentially tour back over into overseas but they um, that's like a, a new thing that they're focusing on. And so they bring a new person each year to do a full-length work um, amidst other, you know, uh, group shows that they do that are local choreographers right, other than fantastic. New Zealand. Right, fantastic. And so you're our, you're, you're, that, I'm this you're, year. you're this year. <laughs> yeah, I'm this year. Fantastic. Yeah. And how would you describe yeah. your piece, Alexa, that we're about to see twirl through New Zealand. I love that word. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, what I usually do is I pretty much kind of paraphrase the press release, but um, I don't know. I feel like... From your heart, what do you feel when you're performing it or you're in the zone? Have you got any words? Well, it was interesting to come back from having a six-week break while the dancers were doing the wearable arts today and revisit the piece and sort of see it fresh again. And things that jump out for me uh, are that it's it's incredibly political, right? Um, it's it's very uh, rich and complex. It's dynamic. It's it's engaging with. It's not holding back right. the punches in terms of world politics and also New Zealand, you know, local politics and, and the way that they impact on people mm. and, and communities and individuals. And so I'm one of the main things, even though it's aiming to present three versions of our world right. in past, present and future for the audience to then choose mm. how they perceive the world and how they what they choose to um, what they believe is reality and whether that can change or whether they have a very fixed you know, view of the mm-hmm. way the world is and whether they, you know, see things from a, a hopeful perspective or not, or a combination, those sorts of things, I come out and I'm, I'm interested in activating people's authentic responses. So that's why there's such a massive range of kind of powerful images. It's quite epic, right? There's there's a lot in there that's humorous, but there's also a lot of satire and a lot of um, quite sort of I don't know, like honest commentary on the state of 
power, you know, power structures within our world at the moment on different levels. So well, from the global to the personal. <laughs> and then finding, like, through that, you know, some sort of clarity. Um, yeah. That would be really good. <laughs> I don't know if that's an aim, but I guess reflecting people back, like, what... Yeah. You know, I'm all about activation, and nice. so in terms of I don't want to spoon-feed people and tell them what they should think, and in fact, the piece is definitely commenting on whether we do have choice, like, right. because there's given, they're, given, they're given so much, but they're also given so little in the way, so it's like, you know, um, Zizek, who's an influence, he's a theorist, um, his book called Violence, that uh, influence the work and he, he says basically we get the choice to make the same choice or we get many choices to make the same choice and that's of course the extreme sort of cyn- cynical mm. end of how much choice do we have and, and can we can we co-create or, or individually create new choices or not and those questions and things are sort of reflected back through all the images and the you know the the provocations or the evocations of the work. Wow. (laughs) I'm compelled. Uh, Yeah. And so then with the dance, um, I guess one of the questions I had for you was, what is it about dance for you that's kept that at the forefront of your career? What has kept dance at the forefront? Yeah. Um, well, I've been really influenced by performance art, which is a much more kind of political um, and cerebral approach to the body, but it's also often quite confrontational, performance art right. imagery, and then I'm very influenced by film and media. Yes, but, I, I yeah. saw that. Yeah. And so the work reflects a lot on how much the media is an implicit part of the way we view the world these days. Mm. But for me, dance mm. is like coming back to the body and yep. it's coming back to the essential embodiment of, of our existence and, you know, what you, what, how you can literally move, move people, move each other, mm. you know, through space emotionally, the concept of movement as a political thing, you know, like a movement, um, a gesture towards some sort of transformation and, and <laughs> that sounds incredibly theoretical approach to dance, but... <laughs> You know, at its essence, I I find dance just liberating, <laughs> a form of freedom. That's what we were looking for. Yeah. yeah, no, that's amazing actually. Because I mean, I often wonder because so for many of us that would possibly do, be a nice to do, mm. you know, and and we have to put it back. But so I I often wonder what drives you to keep that mm. at the forefront. So great yeah. answer, thank you. I love. I mean, I just. One of my favourite things is just seeing people dance, like not even trained dancers. In fact, probably less trained, the better, actually. I just, right. I just like seeing people express themselves through their bodies. Yes, well, <laughs> it almost feels otherworldly in a way, doesn't it? That, you know, it's just something that we as humans can tap into, like song and dance. And yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah. A spontaneous burst of dance is is just such a great thing as a human. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. It's very liberating. Um, Yes, that is the word. So just one question on Wellington now that you've been here for a little while and I'm sure that you're very busy, but is there something special that you think that Wellington has that we should work to hold on to? 
Well, I mean, to be honest, coming back to New Zealand, I've I've connect, I feel like I've connected more with Wellington than I have Auckland, which is where I'm mm, from. Yeah. Um, coming from Berlin, and I feel like it's <laughs> it's a city that I that for me actually resonates in terms of it feels like a less harsh transition from coming from overseas right. because it's got such a lively condensed um, cultural you know district central city yes it's and there's just so much kind of um, it's so thriving as a city and so easy to get around and so people are so warm and friendly and inclusive that you know going to Auckland or to another city in New Zealand I, I don't feel that so much like there's something about it that's that's just quite <clears throat> it knows how to celebrate life or something like I don't know that sounds like no. a good plug for Wellington but I'm, I'm serious <laughs> that's what we're after it's beautiful <laughs> no it's good it's a beautiful city that's great Alexa thank you and um, yeah it's really nice and I guess when someone's coming from overseas it's really nice to be able to mm. have that fresh perspective because when yep. we're all going in and out you know it's, it's yep. hard to see that every day yep. okay now we've got um, the sceptics so you were just also talking about a little bit of uh, local musicians that yeah. are also as well as mm-hmm. footnotes dance troupe yep. crew yes. dancing with you um, what other musicians have you had have, can we expect to see for this at the status of being um, I'm working with two local Wellington musicians mm. who are, uh, a, a, also happen to both be performers um, Sam and Sun who is a performance artist who's, who's actually from Korea but he's based in right. and been here for 15 years he's I've got he's got a beautiful sort of Korean folk song. It's a throat throat singing. Incredibly oh, wow. beautiful. Like uh, sounds almost like oh, mon- monk like. Yes, it's very uh, eerie. So that's in the work. And and Lucy Beeler, who's also known as Little Finks, who's a Wellington artist who's just released an EP recently. Right. Um, I'll look them up to play them next time. Yeah, she's she's got music. Which, her music's incredible. It's very electronic and sort of, again, quite ephemeral, ethereal, but also quite sort of dark and moody and seductive. And then I'm, I'm working with uh, a flying nun band, Skeptics, from the 80s, just Yay. because they're one of my favourite bands. And I've got Lady Six as well, which as is well. a bit of, like, you know, so it's quite diverse, the range of stuff. And then amidst that, you know, at the other extreme, we've got these big commercial American songs, which says a lot within the work itself. Doesn't it? Yeah, so. All right. Yeah. Alexa, thank you so much for coming on B-Side Stories today. Um, so you. that's everybody status of being Hannah Playhouse Wellington on the 24th and 25th of October. Love your work, Wellington. Keep it up. Have a great show, Alexa. Thanks very much. Here are the skeptics, Mm -hmm. AFCO.